Hello, humans, and welcome to this very special episode of the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast with co-host John Swanson. Swanson. How's it going? It's going well. Today, we have a very special mashup for you with Heist Podcast. Matt and Simon, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. This is going to be fun. We're excited. This is. Uh, thank you for putting us on this. I am very surprised that we were able to make this happen, especially throughout, you know, all the things happening in the world. Yeah, it's kind of crazy right now. I mean, on top of compounding the quarantine that we're all under, I also recently had just had a baby. So thank you for accommodating that, too, because I know we were supposed to get this going like, I don't know, right around the due date. So uh, appreciate your guys' flexibility with my uh, me and my wife's reproductive schedule. <laughs> Should have known, Sai. I mean, I feel like the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast is is a lot more important than your baby, but uh, I'm I'm glad we were able to to accommodate that. We all prioritize differently, AJ. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fair enough. Touche, guys. Matt, these guys don't mess around, man. This is that kind of commitment I've been hoping for you for a while. I feel like um, and Sai, you're gonna get this. Like like when Joe Buck is giving a player shit for going to like the birth of its baby instead of joining, you know, the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's exactly what this that's exactly what that is. Just so everyone do, knows as well, um Matt uh, doesn't understand sports nor who Joe Buck is. So that's a that's an inside joke even m- among the four of us. Yeah, yeah, uh, Mr. Buck is a uh, real ball buster. Well, I appreciate you guys joining us. Can you tell our listeners maybe like where they could find a little bit about what Heist Podcast is. Tell us about that. Sure, Matt. Do you want to take it away, dude? Sure. Heist Podcast is, uh, you know, the tagline is true crime without the murder. And yeah, we cover, you know, a, a, a bank heist every week. Sometimes it's bank robbery. Sometimes it's, you know, a classic uh, cool character that pulled off 50 bank robberies. Uh, but that's kind of the zone. Big fans of heist movies. And that's where this all came from. And yeah, we heist in the news. We cover, you know, what's going on in heist uh, related news every week. And yeah, it's just a great thing. Simon and I got together, uh, grew up together, and it was just an excuse to hang out, drink some beers and talk about our favorite topic. And it's, you know, it's been about almost two years now and things are going great. That's awesome. I mean, I'm a big enough fan that I co-created this podcast just so that we could do this collaboration. (laughs) Wow. That's a long play. Humbled. Yeah. Yeah. It's a super long play. And (laughs) and I feel, uh, I think Pepino would be proud. He would. He would. That's a really, really, really patient heister you referred to there. Look, we made it. We made it. We're here. (laughs) We're here. Let's live in the now. Don't worry about the future. So what's up, dudes? So for a fun collaboration, we thought we would try a little experiment, do a heist podcast style breakdown Cause you guys definitely have style. Thanks, Thank man. You. We can yeah, see each other. We all have it. style right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially during this pandemic. Yeah, we're all wearing our coolest tuxedos. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I respect you guys for also getting the note about the dress code. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I, I had got... a haircut in like three or four months. Oh, I, okay. I planned on growing my hair out before this whole shit show started, and then the shit show started. So now it's even deeper than I ever thought it was going to be. So it's too late to go back now. It yeah. looks good though. Good. It's the audio listeners won't see, but my 
cool 70s looking headband and shit. Oh yeah, I can see it. I like the, that headband. Um, it has style. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, everything you are about to hear is from Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto V prelude heist at the beginning of the game. It's all fiction. It's very different from what Matt and Cy normally do on their highest podcast. But I think in order to get us together, we thought, you know, maybe we would bring video games and heist with Grand Theft Auto. I can't imagine a better game. I watched that. I watched the playthrough. So I, I like to feel like I've never I haven't played Grand Theft Auto five, admittedly, but I watched the playthrough of it and uh, pretty interesting heist. I got I got a lot of thoughts on it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to dive into it. Yeah. I beat GTA five when it came out. So I remember this bit. It's been pretty foggy. It's been a while, but I definitely remember playing this part in the beginning of the game, but I haven't played the online heist, which I don't feel I'm skilled enough to play, but, uh, they seem very, very attractive. I would love to play an online heist on GTA five. All right. Well, Matt, Simon, I've heard you guys say this just a tad over a hundred times, but now it's my turn. Do you guys want to get into the featured heist? Let's do it. Yeah. All right, so first I want to give a special shout-out to the JFK Gamer for their, quote, A History, unquote, series on YouTube. They were an invaluable resource while researching the story. Also, IGN's GTA 5 Wiki Guide and villains.fandom.com. So I'm basically going to imitate your heist podcast so nice. we're gonna get into the characters here great the first one is michael townley later known as the santa but <laughs> we're not gonna spoil the game <laughs> i don't think i even understand how that is a spoiler yet so <laughs> i don't either it's been so long since i've played that game i think we sometimes forget i know you guys aren't as into gaming so much as to have your own video gaming podcast but that game has spanned the course of two generations of consoles and will probably likely wow. be coming out in some way shape or form on the next one so i'm um, pretty sure it was I, our I, game of the decade really? yeah yeah it's too good that game's too good. i played it on ps3 so i just downloaded it actually in a while since i played it can i ask because i'm not i'm not talking to um I don't often get the opportunity to talk to hardcore gamers as much. Are you guys really psyched for PS5? Yeah. Or, or, oh, my God. So yeah. much. Are Super you kidding? Stupid. That's, like, all I think about. I literally <laughs> dreamt about it last night. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I saw that weird-ass fucking controller thing that kind of tricked me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, this supposedly the PS, what do they call it? The Dual Sense. Yeah. It's not the DualShock anymore. The PS5 DualSense controller. And I I saw this like video that tricked me into thinking that it was real where it like fucking moved around and stuff and I was like, "Damn, I wish that was real." And then I slept on it and I was just like thinking about PS5, man. And then my follow my other question I've been meaning to ask someone who's really into video games for a long time. You know that uh death stranding game is it good or bad <laughs> you should listen to our spoiler cast we did oh, we did a couple yeah. months ago i think a lot of us are uh are you familiar with kojima yeah he yeah. made like the metal gear solid games yeah so uh 
I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. I'm actually playing Metal Gear Solid 2 right now on my PlayStation Vita. Not <laughs> like right nerd. now, this moment. Nerd. Yeah, because I'm a hyper nerd. Shocking. Uh, but uh, a lot of us were kind of apprehensive about it because it's like delivering packages, but we really liked it. I mean, okay. those of us who played it, which was the three of us, right? Uh, yeah, you, me, and Shane. It, yeah, it, it was exactly. super good. Yeah, and Gabe doesn't have a PlayStation. Wow. Not yet. We'll get him on. Awesome. Okay, sorry. Back to the back to the heist. I just I had to ask. All right. So getting into the characters, our our first character is Michael Townley, uh, later known as the Santa. Spoiler. Spoiler, guys. <laughs> and Michael Townley was born in 1960 in the Midwest. He had an abusive alcoholic father who left him and his mother at a young age. This is a common theme among heisters is like one of the things that we were going to bring up. Yeah, rough upbringing is definitely something you see with a lot of uh, heisters, which is no surprise. I think crime, you know, it finds people who are in less than great situations. Yeah, desperate situations kind of work into crime and uh, very, very few heisters we've covered grew up in a nice stable family in the suburbs of yeah uh you know upper class upper middle class family yeah i really i really i really blame my uh my parents great upbringing for messing up my uh, criminal future (laughs) oh my goodness yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so michael grew up with anger issues although he was an all-star football player temper got him kicked off the team i feel like this is literally in one of your highest that you guys have covered but yeah so michael has had a rough upbringing he ends up meeting trevor phillips and trevor is one of the guys who eventually becomes part of michael's crew for the heists while these heists are being planned michael meets amanda his future wife at a strip club side note not not a good place to meet future wives just as a yeah as a caveat there future ex ex ex-wives (laughs) <laughs> Matt Damon married a stripper. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Did he really? What? Drew Carey did, I think, too. I'm checking. I mean, Drew Carey makes a lot of sense, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know the Matt Damon. Hey, we didn't come here to talk shit about Drew Carey. <laughs> Although he did um, mistake. Never mind. We're getting into fucking prices, right? <laughs> We're talking about stay on Michael Townley. Yeah, for more of that, check out our other podcast, talking shit about. Uh... I feel like we need to make a prices right heist. Prices right heist would be goddamn good content. All right, so while being a criminal on the run, like we previously said, Michael meets Amanda at the worst place to meet a wife, a strip club. Not a good one. Has he married her yet? Uh, oh, they're getting there. Uh, the two of them fucking, <laughs> you know. Michael starts a huge prostitution ring and then marries Amanda. Okay, I see what he's doing here. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's a little bit dark. Is it, So is he prostituting his wife, too? He's running the prostitution ring with her. It doesn't necessarily specify that his wife is part of it. Right. But, I mean, I'm sure she's involved in some way. Okay, so we got Michael Townley, a famous pimp. Yep, that catches us up. Uh, with Michael's life before the heist. And that brings us on to Trevor Phillips, who's fucking crazy. He's, like, by far the worst character. Not worst written, but, like, just a terrible, terrible person. He's a maniac. Yeah. Matt, are you familiar with Trevor Phillips? 
Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, he, uh, he's a real, real hillbilly living out in the boondocks. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know who you he was. You get to play him. You get to play oh, all that's great. Stuff, yeah. Oh, nice. You do. And by all means, Trevor Phillips is a crazy son of a bitch. He acts on all of his impulses and desires. He is also the only source of information about his personal history. So we have to keep in mind that all this info is coming from the mouth of a sociopath. Trevor was born near the Canadian and U.S. border. According to Trevor himself, he, quote, grew up in five states, two countries, 14 different homes, eight fathers, three care homes, two correctional facilities, and with one beautiful, damaged flower of a mother. Oh, weird bit of poetry there to the end. Beautiful, damaged flower of a mother. Chose something that he cares about. Yeah, exactly. He does have a heart. Let me let me guess. Did he did was his was uh, his uh, dad not not the greatest? Well, Cy, you would be correct on that aspect. <laughs> his father was abusive, and his mother was condescending and overbearing. The beautiful flower. I mean, that's what they called her. It created a lot of <laughs> a lot of mommy issues for Trevor, as as you would expect. Sounds like a story straight out of Baby Boy. You guys remember that movie? Yeah. Baby Boy? Yeah, have you ever seen it? No. Oh, it's pretty good, man. I think it's, uh, what's the male, like the African-American guy who's like a famous model? Uh. Oh, man. I can't believe it. I think he's been in the Fast and Furious series, too, but it's a good, it's a good movie. It's basically. Oh, my God. Tyrese. Yeah, Tyrese. Like, oh, okay. every time yeah. I, like, when I played as Trevor in GTA 5, I was like, wait a minute. This is basically Tyrese from Baby Boy. Like, <laughs> and it seriously is. It's it's a and it's an okay movie too. Snoop Dogg's in it. Oh man, I'm on board. It's Snoop Dogg. The dog's in it. But uh Yeah, Trevor's by far the best character in this in my opinion in this game. Me too. He is a damn good character. And once after being abandoned by his father, he burned an entire mall down. But that's does his dad brother does his dad work there? No, he just was mad. So he fucking burned a mall down. Can you can you imagine being so angry that you burn down a mall? Well, I got a lot of problems with that too because yeah. I mean, like was it a mall at least his dad frequented? I feel like that's just has nothing to do. That's just arbitrary violence. Was it a wooden mall? I mean, mall doesn't look like a thing that would really go up in flames very easily. It just, it just, yeah. Like, I got so many questions. Like, that's like saying, like, oh man, I lost this poker game. I'm gonna go drink. I don't know. I'm gonna go drink bleach. Like, it's just like these are two things that aren't connected to each other in one way, shape, or form. That's how Trevor rolls, man. You can't get in his head. He's an unpredictable guy. <laughs> I guess he can just burn anything. <laughs> an 80s mall and it was filled with his best <laughs> very flammable no, very no, flammable yeah yeah if you burn asbestos though that's really bad right doesn't that like release the cancer causing stuff even more into the ozone like now he's putting a whole city in jeopardy i don't know how i feel about this trevor phillips character yeah i mean i think asbestos <laughs> is uh the reason asbestos exists is it's a fire retardant i don't think it burns at all oh really I think that's the use of it. It's like an insulator and a fire retardant. Oh, I thought it was extremely flammable. I'm totally wrong. I'm sorry. Quite the opposite. By the way, guys, 
Trevor doesn't remind me of Tyrese, in case you were wondering what the fuck is John talking about. <laughs> Franklin reminds me of Tyrese. Sorry. <laughs> All right, well, Franklin's not even involved in this heist, so. He's, I thought he was in the... Yeah. He's not it, in the beginning part? He's in the, he's in the game, but this is this is the prologue. Oh, the beginning heist, not the... All right, heist. so. My listen, bad, my bad. Trevor, I feel like his, his rage is just so powerful that... It doesn't matter what material that the mall was made out of. <laughs> He's going to burn it. Yeah. And also, after he burned down this mall, <laughs> Trevor dropped out of school and enlisted in the Royal Canadian Air Force. Okay. Uh, can I just stop for I – don't, I don't mean to poke holes into Rockstar Games' plot points here. But I would like to think, like, as a Canadian myself, I would like to think our Air Force at least does a – perusal of your background before allowing you to fly one of our planes yeah like ask if you've burned any malls down okay trevor all right you seem like an interesting guy just totally arbitrary question have you ever burned down a mall (laughs) question one are you canadian nope have you uh burned a mall down before what's your opinion on molson Oh. (laughs) oh my god I don't like how Rockstar paints the picture of our of our military. It doesn't need any more kicks in the stomach. It's already down. <laughs> hey, at least they're royal. Yeah, it's true. We are still royal. Okay, so, I mean, he's in the Air Force now. What's going on with him there? All right, so it didn't last long, as you would expect. <laughs> he burned down a mall? No, he was deemed <laughs> mentally unstable. Well, yeah, why did they let him in in the first place? <laughs> Well, he was sentenced to six years in prison uh, for his first robbery because the person he robbed recognized him. Bad heist move. Yeah. That was, that was a, a dumb, dumb robbery. robbery. All right, that brings us to one last character that doesn't really matter, Brad Snyder. Uh, there isn't a lot of information about Brad Snyder out there. Brad was born and for an undocumented amount of time lived in North Yankton, he was by all means an average Joe until he met Trevor. They become very close friends, and then Brad joins the heist. So basically, Trevor sucked Brad in. Okay, good to know. Brad doesn't sound like he's like a, a real criminal go-getter like Trevor here. <laughs> Yankton is a real city in South Dakota, too, by the way. I used to go uh, pheasant hunting there. No joke. What kind? Of, do you do a lot of hunting? Not anymore, no. No? What does pheasant taste like? Is it good? Mm, yeah, it's fine. If you make yeah. it right, it's all right. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, if it, if the store's all closed due to corona and we're left to fend for ourselves, I, I guess it's fine. It's passable. I wouldn't go... Uh... <laughs> That's the only way you'll ever eat pheasant again. That's not a good sell. Like, yeah. I think the, I, I think the, the pheasant eaters of America are going to call you up and complain about your description of pheasant's taste there. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. if it's like the apocalypse and I'm going to die if I don't eat pheasant, I'll eat pheasant. <laughs> pheasants forever is gonna send me hate mail now <laughs> but it's fine I, w- I wouldn't go out of your way to eat it in my opinion but <laughs> if you've never had it before why not try it you know all right well i mean that was the most lukewarm uh suggestion to go eat pheasant i've ever heard in my life but i'll give it a shot yeah replacement poultry <laughs> exactly. this, is we, this is what we like to call it god damn matt i want to take a time machine Oh, We're only going back oh, to 2004. I know that normally you, uh, you know, reserve it. 
All right, all right. Uh, let me see. Let me see what kind of time machine we got. We're gonna take in this. This is a uh, GTA. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Loading, 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 yeah, see, basically what I did was I went into the BIOS and changed the time of the PlayStation to 2004. Oh, wow. Uh, and now we're here. We're, uh, it was a uh, c- computer time. Machine, we're time we're here with Trevor and Michael Townley. Made it we to here, guys. the London Dorp Bank heist. Matt, thank you for bringing me here. No props. In the year 2004, Lester Crane identifies the Ludendorff Bank as a prime target for a major bank vault heist. It's a fairly simple plan. Run in with guns, blow the vault with explosives, flee the scene in a getaway car, and then drive to a waiting helicopter. Could we be more of a movie heist? Guys. Seems seems a little seems a little loose in the old details department there, I'll say that much. <laughs> Got some questions, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, this feels like it's a world uh, uh, where you can get shot and continue shooting like in a video game versus like <laughs> in the real world where this sort of ID just sounds like you're just going to get shot, shot up like crazy by people. Yeah. Blow yourself up. Would the headline be able to say a Hollywood heist? Uh, brazen heist out of the Hollywood screenplay. Straight plates? out yes, of a Hollywood screenplay. Pretty much anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts off with Michael, Trevor and Brad busting into the London Dorf bank lobby immediately pointed the guns at the tellers screaming at them to unlock the door so they can come behind the counter after a few seconds the teller presses the buzzer they go through the door trevor and michael subdue the security guard they now have the two bank tellers and the security guard as hostages everyone screaming instructions chaos everywhere and of course trevor the plastic explosives all right, about a minute and 15 seconds have passed at this point. Michael, using his cell phone to activate a detonator, blows the vault doors. Bang! Shit's going crazy. I got a question right away. Can I bring up a question right now? Please. Uh, I got a slight concern. I I don't know if you can blow up modern-day vaults with explosives these days. I feel like you'd probably just end up blowing the entire building up. Yeah. What do you think, Sai? It felt like one of those ones where, and I, again, just being a total dork about these, it felt like the implication was that just the way it exploded, that the they had somehow gotten the explosives inside of it. Am I misreading, misunderstanding that? Because it kind of literally blew off, like off, off towards us sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I don't think I understand yeah. the the dynamics of how this works. But again, this is just, this is not to... You know, crap all over Trevor, Brad, and Michael's plan here. This is, hey, listen, it's all a go so far. The one thing I did find a little weird about it was, um, it was, it was like really by the seat of their pants. Like watching the the playthrough, if I may say so myself. Like it did not look like they knew where anything was. You know what I mean? Like they were just like, you go do this, you go do that. Like usually these things, they're like, okay, the vault's in this part. I noticed this guy's the only guy with the keys. This is the person that we need to subdue. They just kind of go in guns blazing like, oh, where's the, give us the vault. We want in the vault. 
we know there's one of those in here. And it kind of just went from there. It kind of took on a little momentum of its own. Yeah. You know what's weird is when I was recollecting when I played the game, I thought of like how well thought out I thought they had done it. And like <laughs> watching it now, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, they, <laughs> not at all. Like, other than the fact that it's taking place in a really small town during, you know, basically a blizzard. And it would be difficult for police to arrive, I guess. Other than that, it's pretty a pretty poor plan. It's it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of intensity. Usually, you don't see heisters all in on that sort of level of intensity. Like it sounds like they're like, "Yep, this is gonna end with people getting shot." You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, listen, Todd, or sorry, Trevor, Michael, Brad, if you guys are listening, nice try, good shot. Yeah. As they go through, things don't go great. After they got the money, post-explosion, on their way out, they're, they're, they're trying to make their escape. So during their escape, a previously hidden security guard pops out, grabs Michael around the neck, and puts his pistol to Michael's head. This is one of the cool parts about the heist, is, is this line. He says, or the cop says, I saw your face. And then Michael replies, you forget a thousand things every day. Why don't you make sure this is one of them? Nice line. I, I remember that. I also was totally confused as to why the security guard pulled his mask off. I feel like that's way too... That's a, that's a slippery, ballsy move to take in that moment. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, from the perspective of the security guard, yeah. Why would you do that? And then that guy, yeah, just, right. that guy just shoots him. That was crazy. With an AK. I don't think AKs are like snipers, right? Like, that's not an easy gun to aim. Yeah. Well... Trevor doesn't hesitate. He gets the job done. He does. Barely missing Michael's head in the you process. Think, you, you think this is hard. You should have seen how hard it was to burn down an entire mall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Michael is not happy about the dead guard, obviously. I mean, nobody wants to cause deaths during a heist. And now it's a capital crime, as we know from Heat. So they're, they're in big trouble now. So after the close call with the guard... Three of them run over to the exit. The bank is on full lockdown at this point. They've they've planned for this, though. Uh, Brad puts charges on the doors <laughs> again. They've got more explosions. By this time, the police are everywhere. They're showing up at the back of the bank. The crew makes it outside. Bullets are flying everywhere. They get into a car. It's an SUV where the chase and shootout continues. Way too much violence. Way too, way too hot of a crime here, guys. I mean, again, I don't mean to be... I don't mean to be a, a, a stickler here of uh, how to pull off a heist, but I, I just feel like there was a there was a lot of intensity to this. Now, with all that said, that's probably what made this so much fun to play, right? Like it looked like a super fun game. Yeah, fun to play. I mean, maybe not fun to live out. No, but really, really cool to you know hold on to a controller and control a guy doing all this crazy stuff. And he 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 swears a lot too. I'm getting older where like I really started I'm really starting to notice how much people swear and I'm like, man, these guys really have potty mouths. <laughs> yeah. It comes with kids. His too, biggest man. crime was saying swears. Yeah, it's like, geez. I mean, <laughs> few few things that uh Trevor doesn't care about is uh you know, security guards, malls, and swearing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we could discover a lot more things Trevor doesn't care about. Yeah. But <laughs> As this heist continues, police everywhere. They're, they're making their way out of the out of there with the SUV. 
this is where the crew suffers its first casualty, which is a character that we never even mentioned, uh, the unnamed getaway driver, known only as the local yokel, gets shot in the head and, and he crashes. Oh, man. That's that's awful. I mean, I feel for the local yokel. I feel for I feel bad for the character, for the character actor playing the yokel local because he probably thought he was gonna have a big part in this, and then they're like, okay, what's what's my role? They're like, oh, basically, you're a getaway driver. He's like, great, until you're not, and you get shot in the head and kicked out of the car. And he's like, oh man, this is gonna be my big break. Grand Theft Auto also or Rockstar hires like thousands of voice actors for their games too. So it's like, yeah, that's the one you get, the local yokel. Yeah rough one hey we all gotta find our way into the biz somehow exactly. right exactly exactly yeah. all right so the yoko loco gets shot in the head by the police uh as they should um while they're driving away michael who is sitting shotgun is able to grab the wheel get the car under control and take the driver's seat while pushing the local yokel out of the moving vehicle well oh, done man. well done well done the cops are now pursuing them down the winter road. They get to a point where the car crashes. But for some reason, Michael insists that they stick to the plan. The crew is finally approaching the location of where the helicopter should be, which is supposed to pick them up, and they realize it's not there. Brad says he's going to go check out around back. He takes two steps and is shot in the chest by an FIB sniper. Which is FBI. Are they not allowed to say FBI in this game? I'm sure it's some kind of copyright issue. I mean, I'm not privy to the law. That's weird. Yeah, well, it's kind of similar to, you know, in movies and stuff, they'll, do they use like NYPD or FDNY? They usually, do they not? I don't know. I thought they all, yeah. you're right. NYPD, blue, FDNY, but I have noticed recently in TV shows, they are, like, it sounds like they're locking down a bit more of the FBI. There is, like, they do have rules about that stuff, and they're getting more serious about it. Like, you can see, I saw some shitty Netflix show the other day, and they were all wearing SBI shirts. Mm. So, like, you're like, come on. SBI? What does that yeah. stand for? Yeah. Secret Information Bureau. That's hilarious. <laughs> they have to do fake police now. That's amazing. Yeah. They're literally walking around with those badges that, like, kids get when they're dressing as cops for Halloween. <laughs> that you, you get from, like, Walgreens and, like, the... Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The toy aisle. You read it closer, it just says, wait a sec, that just says you're certified dad's little man. <laughs> All right, so after the FIB sniper shoots him, he screams, someone must have talked to the feds. Michael rushes in to check on Brad. He screams to Trevor that Brad will be fine and that they need to get out of there. Just then, Michael is also shot and then tells Trevor to go on without them. Trevor obviously won't leave because he cares about his team. As he's running away, gets into a, a like a rage-filled shootout with the cops. Classic Trev. Classic Trev. Right Sounds there. like his MO for sure. Total, Total Trev. Is there a mall nearby? <laughs> there was, but he burned that shit down. Oh, cool. 
He's like, you know what I'd love right now to calm me down a little retail therapy. Oh wait. Oh my God, it's a new new meaning, <laughs> new meaning to retail therapy. All right, so <laughs> Trevor makes a break for it, and while running away, he temporarily takes a farmer hostage and then runs off into the blizzard, escaping. Jeez, sounds mysterious. So he got away. The whiteout conditions and falling snow covered his tracks. The police caught up, but Michael was dead. Brad is going to jail. Trevor had escaped. You think it's all wrapped up in a nice little bundle, right? Sounds like it. I do. I do. Sounds like it. Would be... Wrong! 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 (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you guys want to go to the aftermath? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so for the aftermath, we catch up with Trevor living in a barren trailer. He lives in the middle of nowhere in a place called Sandy Shores. Trevor's the only one who's escaped from the heist relatively unscathed. He's been keeping in touch with his best friend Brad over the years by writing him letters in prison. He's been living off the grid in a trailer park. Okay, can we be honest for a second, though? Like, what were our expectations for Trevor at this point in his life? (laughs) Like, I mean, like, was anyone going to be like, you know what? He uh, really, really worked hard at University of Phoenix doing some night courses, and now he's got a degree as a dental assistant. <laughs> like, we all kind of knew this was where it ended for old Tre- Trev Dog. Yeah. I think the most surprising part is that he's still alive. I agree. I agree. A guy like that gets blown up making meth or something in his trailer. I don't know. And after the freaking heist that he planned. I mean, I watched it go down. He should have been shot like eight times. Exactly. Well, Trevor definitely uh, does now have his hand in selling meth. <laughs> He's yeah. also having oh, trouble with a local local biker gang. Um, How, how's his uh, burgeoning hooker uh, profession doing? I feel like once you're selling meth and involved with the local biker gang, be in some rough aftermath. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Meth it's makes not good. Aftermath way worse. Yeah. Math guys, stay in conclusion, stay away from it. Yeah. Have you? Is there anyone on record who's like, you know what really turned my life around for the better was that when I started doing math. <laughs> like, I think you could find people who could say like, you know, actually things kind of went pretty good for a while when I found cocaine or when I found marijuana or when I found other drugs. But I don't think there's anyone in the world who's like secret to my success. Methamphetamine. <laughs> what about that bald guy? Which bald guy? I don't know. Malcolm in the Middle, Dad. Breaking Dad? Yeah. Yeah. He never did it, though, did he? He sold it. He found meth, and it was good. He found found meth, yeah, and then he made it. Yeah. Or, I don't know, don't people micro, do people microdose meth like they do LSD? (laughs) (laughs) I think you're onto something there. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a great question. I want to continue on to this guy's. Uh, after traveling to Los Santos to catch up with his associate, Trevor is watching the news. And he sees this guy on the news. And he says, you forget 1,000 things every day. Why don't you make sure this is one of them? Which makes Trevor bat an eye. Trevor is floored. Uh, he tracks down Michael and Amanda at their suburban Los Santos mansion, where he confronts Michael 
now known as Michael DeSanta. <laughs> so he's not dead. <laughs> Spoilers. And the truth is revealed. Back before the main heist, Michael, realizing that his days as a heist-pulling pimp were numbered, and with a kid on the way, decided to cut a deal with the feds, the FIB, pin the heist on Brad, keep his share of the money, start his new life, and fuck Trevor. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think doing bad things to Trevor is a good idea, or knowing his history of retaliation. <laughs> on top of all this, Trevor finds out that his good buddy, his best friend in the world, Brad, is actually dead. And he's been sending letters to prison. Dude, that's and he's pretty pe- fucked up, if you think about it right there. Like, he's been led to believe that he's been sending letters to, like, his friend for a while. Like, even for a psychopath, you gotta kind of feel for the guy in that moment, oh, yeah. you know? Man, times like this is when old Trev would go get some Baskin and Robbins to cheer up, but then he realizes he burnt the last one in town <laughs> down in that moment. I mean, I was gonna say Orange Julius. <laughs> great too all right so trevor has found out that his good friend brad is dead it's buried in michael's grave michael who trevor had mourned as his lost friend he now finds out is alive and this is where we leave the story but but there's a lot more to be known obviously grand theft auto 5 has been around for a while if you want to know the rest of the story you can go play it there and make a big choice about the story at the end Ooh, yeah, I like it. And that's where we realize that that mall was actually connected to his dad's favorite cookie shop. (laughs) I really like that pizza place, too. So many good (laughs) Sbarros. They had a great Sbarros in there. Sbarros. Yes. Cinnabon. Cinnabon. Oh, it's so many stuff. Slices. Well, guys, well, this was a lot of fun. It's, uh, It's incredible that you, Matt, and Simon were were not only able, but, but willing to join us for this fun collaboration, Heist Podcast, combining with Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you. I mean, it's uh, it's very interesting covering a fictional heist. We've talked about it, Matt and I, before covering like movie heists and stuff, so it's kind of fun getting our feet wet through a video game, so thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Awesome. No, this was great. Thank you, guys. Really cool. If you, listener, want to join the conversation with our podcast, you can send us an email to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. If you're looking for us on Twitter, you can find us at Podcast on Twitter. For John Swanson, you can find him at Johnny Sampsonite on Twitter. I'm AJ ID. I'd like to thank you for joining us, Matt and Simon. Yeah, uh, you can check us out. Uh, just go to Heist Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and you're also on Twitter at Heist Podcast and on Instagram underscore Heist Podcast underscore. So, yeah, check us out. Hope you like it. Uh, we cover every heist you can ever imagine. And if we haven't covered it yet, let us know what it is and we'll probably cover it eventually. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Guys, can we yell heist? Yeah, let's do it. All right, well, uh, you know, great to be great to be on this show, and I uh, just wanted to say one final thing, and that would be, hi. hi! <laughs>